I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Isaiah 61, 10. So welcome to Vicky Elizabeth Semple, um, my page here, um, HRH, very importantly, and also um, welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast as well. All right, so let's get started, everybody. Let's get started. First of all, we need to change this calendar. Just let me double check and get all my dates right. So we're on the 22nd. Thursday the 22nd of December so I need to turn that around and there we have it this can now go up and sit nicely behind me okay so let's get this up here like that let's also understand that this is indeed the 26th day of advent we're going to open the advent calendar god willing there is a 22 and we can look for that now everybody so for the purpose of the recording just about to do that can we see it let's find it oh that was really quick let's open it together god willing with these deals all right what does it say they were guided by the bright star to the stable. And here they are, the wise men, guided by that bright star to the stable. Okay. So that's us. Um, we have... <clears throat> The wise men being guided to a stable by this bright star. I love that. <clears throat> I love the word stable in there. That they are guided to a stable. And the fact that stable is also a word that signifies very much the stability of Christ. Christ was born in stability. In a stable, in what is stability. He was brought in by two parents that were so strongly connected with God that it, this was a stable connection in every way. Just not, a, not just like a stable as in where they were actually staying, where the, the animals had been staying and um, where they kind of got as a kind of a makeshift place to stay temporarily. Which is sounding really quite kind of like contradictory in terms as well when you think of that temporary, but also the fact that it is a stable and this idea of stability. Overall though, what is stable is the spiritual connection with Christ. The spiritual marriage with Mary and Joseph who are brought together in Christ and by Christ, glory to God. That is real stability. That is what makes a good family. It's not all the outside in things. It's the stability that comes first from the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So <clears throat> let's find out also what is behind this in terms of what kind of picture we got. Oh, it is a little gingerbread man again. Okay, so... Just so you can see, we have a gingerbread man again. I might actually have a go at making gingerbread men. <gasps> that would be a first. I might, I don't, I mean, I don't know. God willing, we will do this or do that and uh, we'll see what happens. But God willing, maybe I'll make shortbread men for the first time. Oh my gosh. Look at I was talking to a couple of people um, <clears throat> when I was out today, earlier on in town. I had a seat, I had my prescription for something that I wouldn't need to do. 
I'm just gonna tell you about it. I'm, I'm just gonna tell you about it. Let's, <laughs> why not? Why not indeed? Let us just talk about these things because, you know, I'm not gonna give you too much in-depth information, right? But you can kind of understand what happens if you overdo with caffeine. Now, I am not overdoing it with caffeine anymore. I have not had any regular coffee drinking sessions, including caffeine, in I think over one and a half to two months. It has been a long period of time that I have been not drinking caffeine in that way in terms of coffee. Um, I have been having a different type altogether. The light is definitely shining there now and also here. Yes, that's better, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's gorgeous. <clears throat> How can we get both in the seat? Let's see. Right. Yes, that's it. That's it. So, <clears throat> right. Okay. So, what happens if you do though? And I was left with the results of something physical. Well, you can imagine what might happen if you have a lot of. Um, coffee and you're doing a lot for other people and you just drink it without even thinking about it. Drink it without thinking about it. Drinking it without thinking about it. Right. <laughs> but now I'm thinking about it and I'm not drinking it. Um, but I'm looking for some like, you know, I'll maybe have it now and again, but also like maybe decaf and I have teas, different kind of herbal teas or different fruit teas and things like that. Water and um, which reminds me I need to drink more water. But anyway, so these are the different types of things I drink. And sometimes, um, you know, I will have like a treat of cola, etc. And I believe that'll have some amount of caffeine in it. Well, what happens is it does impact you physically. And it impacted a part of me, my digestive tract. Can you imagine? I'm not going to go into any great depth. But it impacted that part of my digestive tract a little bit. So speaking to the doctor about it, and I'm saying, well, obviously nothing majorly new has happened as I've stopped drinking caffeine and I'm not having that kind of uptake. I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't mean to do it before, but obviously it has impacted that part of my digestive tract. Now, I'm still left with the, the remnant, remnant, someone to say, or remaining part of what that has done and how that's impacted that. Now, it may or may not be that, but I think it probably is. And um, it would make sense considering. So what I'd been doing was I had got something to help with it, but I hadn't been using it properly. Like I hadn't been using it in an internal way in the digestive tract. I had not been doing that. And then I realized that that's actually what you're supposed to do. Anyway, so I haven't been doing that. So I'm going to see what happens um, if I do that that way and if it clears up. Now, if it clears up, great. If it doesn't and I'm due to um, get like removed or taken off like in that way medically, then that is what I'll do. So that's what I said to see about today. So I had the prescription. It's getting that all sorted. And someone else um, was sitting beside me who had been to one of these church outings. She used to go to church and she went to a particular um, outing at one of the grottos. It's the kind of like Lord's Grotto version of that anyway in Scotland. And she come along there. And I recognized her from there, not so much church. I don't think she goes as often to church. But I do remember her from there. And it was lovely just to catch up with her. It was really funny, of course. She did um, you know, ask about me going to church. And I was, you know, she she understands it's not about a particular building it's about within each one of us if we accept Christ now obviously she hadn't fully accepted Christ at all times because she was expressing to me that she 
felt like she kept saying sorry all the time. This is like a typical Catholic thing. So she would do something, but she would say sorry. Like she would maybe like swear and then say sorry um, to God about it. And then she was trying to tell me the different words. And I felt I was like, we were having a laugh saying, I think, you know, this feels like we're in a confession box. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I haven't got to. I was like, well, you have now. So, um, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but I was expressing to her, like, you're not doing anything wrong. If you're not doing it on purpose and it's just a slip of the tongue, you're not doing it on purpose. So, therefore, it doesn't count as a sin. So, you're not sinning. And we went into this discussion about, well, you know, even maybe, like, she's saying, maybe God does that too. And I'm thinking, well, certainly God is aware of everything, but God wouldn't be doing anything like that or thinking about anything like that on purpose. But as God is omnipotent, obviously, this is a very good point. God is omnipotent. God's omnipresent, um, omniscient, omniscient. And so obviously God is aware of all of these different things. But that doesn't mean that is a choice of God. Just the fact that it is out in the world or things are happening in the world doesn't mean that then therefore God um, accepts or desires or chooses that. It's the same as Sheol. God doesn't accept or desire that for people per se. He would rather that they would be saved. So it's kind of like that. Yes, God is aware of all these things, but wouldn't be choosing certain of these things on purpose as God, as the creator of all. The creator of all um, is a creator of light and dark and all of that was good at the beginning, but also the angelic realm. And yes, then therefore of Satan, but Satan has chosen Satan's own way and therefore that has become a part of the creation, that that part of creation has brought into the swing of things within God's world something um, that has been allowed to be um, created. But it doesn't necessarily mean that God is desiring of that or choosing of that extra which has been created in the satanic realm or by satanic realms in there. Of. So it's such an interesting topic of communication. I mean, have we actually discussed that before about, you know, God like actually saying these things or choosing these things well no and again once again it would never be on purpose so just like what she was doing that she may have said something because she's aware of it and then it's come to her mind and she said it it doesn't mean that she's sinning especially if she hasn't done it on purpose so we had a good talk about that. She did make a bit of a joke about going to um, the fiery place. And I was like, no, I could tell she was just joking. I was like, no. Neither of us are going there because just because we're not going to that church. No, church is everywhere. Church is where I am. And it's God's calling that I be with the people. And that I am at or with just me and God. And that is so important. It's not about a building. It's not about a specific place. When you truly accept God, you do the right thing. You're not on the trajectory to hell. And obviously, you're choosing right and God's leading you in the right way. But obviously, those that don't have God do kind of need to have that little bit more of a, a direction, you know, in church and with God in that way um, with lots of other people when they're lost. And so because I have God, I have that direction and navigation within me, Therefore, it's wherever I am. That is church. That's where God wants me to be. Anywhere. That God is with me is church. That's the highest form of church. Glory to God. Just going past there, a bit of a reflection with 1331. Um, and now heading on to 13.41. Right. Okay. So I think I'll pop that back and I'll have one of these, God willing. I will. Let's pop it on there. Okay, here we go. My little chocolate for the day. How exciting. And I will hopefully make some tea or coffee, I wonder. Let's see. Hmm.
water boost um this is vitamin b complex so it's got vitamins b1 b2 b6 and b12 that's what's happening So perhaps uh, go ahead and make an egg. I have not had any type of breakfast today apart from the Lord's Word. We're talking about that and with the person that I had um, met today as well. What an interesting conversation though. And then I had another conversation with um, another woman later on and she was telling me about her child and how um, her child was due to have some sort of a medical procedure um, but they had called it off they had postponed it so she drew in for some sort of surgery but it had been postponed and I was like okay well she still really needs it just look at it this way this is training so that if and when if she does require it then by that next time it won't be so traumatic She'll actually be ready for it, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, wishing them all, everybody that I was speaking to today, um, a lovely Christmas indeed. And of course, not getting too bound up with the actual dates and times and things like that um, at the same time, obviously. Now, yeah, so come with me while I go ahead and make an egg. Should I also take this? I think... I will take this. Okay. See? No. It's a bit busy in here with different bits and pieces. Bless. Let's get going with this. is that there became this idea about you know getting like packaged kind of cakes and things like that and it's actually a concept that works in terms of like you feel like you're putting more into something 
if you put an egg into like you know like a cake mixture or something like that you feel like you're adding apparently this is like um, a psychological thing you feel like you're adding like you know part of yourself um and it's obviously to do with the symbolism with regards to an egg even although that is not our egg it is kind of like a symbol of creativity let's pop this off just now pop it Going on instead. Infertility, obviously. So, get that through. Hmm. So, that's why they actually added that you need to add an egg when you're baking a cake. You don't really, but it's just part of the idea and the concept of the creation of like baking your own cake and using these different products like it was appealing that you would be doing something you know that would be your part to add to it and you would feel comfortable therefore with baking using these different um methods and products Why orange? Why orange or peach? Mm. I'm getting <clears throat> ideas of <clears throat> revolution. La viva. Um, <clears throat> living one's life. Creativity, it's okay. The brightness, the sun as well. It sells it. It sells it to people who maybe been doing things with their bodies or their minds or their spirit whereby it is you know brought them to a stage where they need to have vitamins brought into them and it it's that wellspring of water that we first need to really to make most use of something like this to accept the wellsprings of god those living waters as being the most important and then everything else on top of that is being like an added extra of a boost. But this will sell particularly well for people. <clears throat> yes, know that, but also largely. Also, so this is why it's very clever. Also, to those that don't have that relationship with that wellspring in Christ. This is an interesting, you know, piece of understanding at 12 o'clock exactly. Holy Trinity. So I will have my little egg as well in a minute or two and yeah, God willing, I will enjoy my little, little chocolate people. What else have I been up to today? Oh my goodness, right. So today was also a day where I had a look in Waterstones bookshop. I just got it into my head when I was like making a list, checking it twice, making sure it's based in Christ. How many of you have made your lists and checked them twice? Make sure that they're based in Christ. That's what I've had to do. So I was thinking about it. I was like, all I want for Christmas is you, God. In other words, and then whatever else happens, 
there from in terms of a ripple effect like the wisdom in christ being the seeker absolutely i'm loyal to that i'm loyal to the family line like that at the highest point with the highest family line like the holy family jesus christ and god and then how that's come through to the topmost in terms of the clan is the best it's the best seeking the spiritual hunt the spiritual seeking that's you know all i want is to be able to do that and to then from whatever comes from there in terms of the will of christ that that's all i want that's all i need um obviously i do have some things that i would like like i have discussed maybe sometime in the future not necessarily for christmas in terms of a specific date or time but at some point i would quite like to have um like a torch light to be able to see when i'm swimming in the dark and i'd love to be able to stream it you know live all the rest of it and share it with people I'd love to inspire, in other words. I'd love to can help expand people's like horizons and things like that. Um, you know, deepening the faith and sharing the light. So yeah, light in the dark. I am the the light in the dark. Yes, but I would like maybe like a torch to see as well and something to stream that. That is very symbolic. I guess. Hmm. And what else was I thinking about? Oh, yeah. So I started thinking about the snowman as well. Um, I did a bit of research. I wanted to, you know, go online and see if I could find, look, maybe a snowman, the page. Maybe they'd have, like, a page and maybe, like, you know, a shop there. Because it's something that I can also share. So, again, it's something that takes me back to a great part of my childhood and something that I really loved. Raymond Briggs' creation of the snowman and this book without any words just a picture book but that you know all about that simplicity and the highest of wisdom the highest of intellect coming together in such a beautiful creation as the snowman that's what it is all about high intellect in other words the space to pray and to think and to see things to have that time not to have to have something imprinted into you in terms of all these different words. But there is a beautiful storybook that has come out and it's based on that classic, On the Snowman. And I was thinking, hmm. And I saw it when I was in the shop today in Waterstone. So that's where I also went to as well. And um, people were just like, oh, I just love your coat. Thank you. Thank you so much. People keep commenting on my coat thank you um it does keep me cozy it's really very well needed and i hope you're all keeping cozy when you're out there as well with definitely like sensible clothes and things like that for sure um i would say it's definitely not as freezing cold as it has been we are fortunate but you never know what's going to happen over the next little while. I think there was no forecast again at some point. But again, it's not my trajectory to always be in my phone, like looking at temperatures like or looking at definite temperatures. I tend to just go with God and go with the flow. Um, in terms of my uppermost knowing, like I know that maybe it might say something at one point on a, a temperature sort of like forecast. And then I'll be like, no, you know. This is actually this temperature, or it's you know, and it's just so that it doesn't take like the forefront of what it is. I'm sort of all about and what I'm doing. That's the main thing. Anyway, um, I'm kind of like a bit sort of like distracted. I must say with the smell of this. Let's double check.
So I think that's it for today. Unless there's anything else coming up that I should share. Let me just double check again. If there's maybe anything that's... Okay, this is a good point. I want to discuss this because this was something actually that I had a discussion about to a certain extent um, when I was in the doctors today as well after everything that had happened. Now, so I'm going to bring this up, but I wanted to just double check every aspect of this very, very simple um, part of the calendar that talks about, you know, what's happening to at this point uh, today for Advent. They were guided by the bright star to the stable. The fact of the matter is that they were guided. They were guided by God and they were guided by this star, the creation of God. Yes, sometimes the creation can be a guide, but overall, importantly, is about placing God first. Now, the star was also bright. It was very, very bright. It didn't hide away. And I am not going to hide away with this either. And that's been one of the most important things is, you know, being open about as much as I can, as much as I feel is right to. That's what I've been doing on here, as you'll see. Here it says, number 10, and I want to talk about this because I was asked about this, like, do I have any contact with my mother? So I was been asked that um, in my family. And I'm like, no, I am going to read you something. Number 10. For Moses said, honor thy father and thy mother. And whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. Now, that is very, very important. This comes from the old Mosaic law. It's important. Let's go on a little bit further. But ye say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corbin that it is to say a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited, that by me he shall be free. And ye suffer him no more to do out for his father or his mother making the word of God of none effect through the tradition which ye have delivered, and many such things do ye. And when he had called all the people unto him, or when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand, there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. Okay, so <clears throat> what does all this mean? I'm going to let God guide me with it. I'm open to a certain element, which I think I need to be that bright star about. But there are other elements that are remaining closed right now. It's like a door that's got, there's like an edge open and it's like, I can see some of it, but I'm not meant to for the purpose of this message and who it's to go to. I'm not meant to open that door further. It's like it's there's a specific narrow doorway. I have to go through that. And it's like that's why I'm only going to be delivering on a certain level with regards to this topic. What I'm getting in this spirit, I pray really helps everybody. And this is what I get. Mm.
Corbin. Let's check that up. I felt as if, you know, what they were saying was Corbin. Um, like a gift. Corbin. Let's go for it. Let's break it down. A sacrifice or offering to God is what Corbin refers to scripturally speaking. And people will be like, oh my gosh, do you remember that um, um, that person who was going for Prime Minister? Corbin, 12-12 on the clock here. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm like, I'm not joking. Oh my gosh. And I have, I checked up, you know, their meaning and looking at it scripturally, that's what it says. Corbin, a sacrifice or offering to God. Okay. And then it says here, then you suffer him not to do anything else for his mother or father, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things ye do. So what it is, is talking about like how that within the law or the Judaic system, how they're obviously like get out clauses or... For example, I've got, yeah, I'm getting messages in here from my friend at the moment. Thank you so much. Still carrying on with this, very importantly. <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> I keep seeing these popping up on the screen. It's like, ow. Let's get down to this though. Right. So because what Jesus is saying here is he's testing them out, saying, you know, like, Okay, on the one hand, you're saying this by the Mosaic Law, but yet on the other hand, you don't, like, you know, you just, it's like, right, as long as it's said that this type of behaviour perhaps is a gift in a way, or something like that, or a sacrifice to God, we have to meditate on this and what it really is getting at, then you don't suffer him to do anything else for his mother or his father, or her to do anything else for mother or father. Now, therefore, making none of your traditions of any effect, because the tradition is that you do continue to do whatever you can for your mother or your father. Now, yes, you do, but you let Christ be the light. This is vitally important. When Christ came down, Christ had said that my brother, my brethren, basically, my mother and my brothers are those that hear the word of God and do it, okay? So ultimately, our main parent, my main parent is God, and I expressed that today. I said, well, my father, you know, I was hanging on every word to do with my father, and that's why I came here, was to obviously to help with my mother. I had been in this beautiful place. I really wanted to continue investing there, but obviously my resources were being pulled here and in other places to do with family. So you see how even being placed in this situation where I'm finding myself on my own anyway, um, and then having had gone through all that abuse and then, you know, to still reflect on what that means to like have um, this said to us in a very Judaic way that we should honour our mother and father, but yet that person had facilitated abuse of me. And then how do I move forward with that? Well, you know, I, without going through all of this big commotion or thinking about it in any um, large way or going through any major counselling on it, I have the counsellor of the Holy Spirit, thanks be to God, the ultimate counsellor within me, which is coming out here to help you too. What had happened was I had just simply said to the doctor as well, I was like, well, you know, I pray that everything will be okay with my mum, that she will be well and that she will get better in that she will understand that what she did was wrong 
so that she can then seek forgiveness and do the right thing in her life. So I do very much honour the ultimate parent, God. But I am very much aware about the differences with regards to myself and that person and what they're doing in terms of the will of God and whether they are being, as Christ said, the real mother and um, the real family, those that are hearing the word of God and doing it. No, uh, she wasn't doing that. She wasn't hearing the word of God, I don't believe, in doing it. Um, they are against Christ, Christmas and like anything deep within the faith. They don't take time to meditate. So I very much doubt that is occurring. But if it is by a miraculous situation, that's wonderful. But I do not think so because the persecution of the faith was rife. And so that kind of proves that's not really on the go and that's not really what things are about with them. But I do honour ultimately God, the mother and the father. I do very much love my own father and I honour him. And I honour my mother by wanting that for her. Wanting her to come to a good place in her life where she realises what she did was wrong and then to do something better with her life to turn it around. That is obviously a very honourable and noble place to be rather than to say how terrible this, this, that and the next. Of course God will decide all those things um, and it is true that there are some terrible, awful things that she did and that she was a part of that, you know, can't be excused. Um, God will make God's decisions on that. And, you know, I believe that through having been a part of um, experiencing that abuse, that I have done the right thing, honourably so. Um, at the level that I can manage. So I've honoured God in that way, not falsely, but from my heart. I wouldn't have been able to say that at the stage where, you know, I just come through and come out of the abuse very, um, you know, it was not long after. I wouldn't have been able to say that. So I would have been honouring at the level that I could manage. I would be being authentic. And here I am now able to say this now, being authentic. Not before um, time is right, and who knows, there's this part of me that might think, you know, that thinks, well, maybe, you know, maybe if I were to let mull on it and really think about what happened, I probably wouldn't want to say this, <laughs> you know. Realistically, if I were to really go in depth with it, and perhaps that's maybe what um, any kind of counselling or any further counselling would do, it would open up further those wounds and perhaps I wouldn't be as forgiving perhaps I would realize more thoroughly the deep reality of exactly what she did and that's what I was you know what was starting to happen and then that closed over those wounds closed over and I was beginning to to look on the positives but I'm not stupid I'm very clever very wise and I know I'm not gonna allow that to let me drop my guard so that's important that when I'm ready and if I'm called by God to you know, delve into that further than I will. But there's so many other things and practicalities that need to be um, put into place as well. It's like a nice balanced way of doing things rather than delving in one way or the other. I think delving in too much mentally in that way is not a stable place to go. I think for stability, you have to do it bit by bit. You have to do it in a wise way, in a balanced way. So yes, that is definitely honouring Um. I definitely would never want to curse either one of my parents. I honour them both in that I only hope for healing, as I say, for my mother, for her to do the right thing, to admit what she did was wrong and seek forgiveness. Um, if not from me, at least from God. And I stated that very, very clearly to my doctor. So that's important. That's that's what it's all about because then if someone goes to God and seeks forgiveness at least they are you know acknowledging on a spiritual and authentic place even if they can't go to the actual person they're acknowledging it on an authentic spiritual place with God they're still doing the work 
that they need to do and that will still change their lives. It's maybe not coming back to me face to face. I don't need that. <clears throat> I don't want it and I don't need it. Unless God would call for that and they were completely healed, I do not want that or need that. So for me, the most authentic place is for them to do that on their own with God. That is the most honourable thing that I could do. I'm not expecting anything face to face with me. I don't want it and I don't need it. What I want is for them to do that face to face with God. And that's what we should all expect. Um, you know, if someone, the thing is, so if people are doing things that are really, I mean, I've got to look at it today. I mean, we're, we're talking about traitorism, treason, high treason in some cases. Um, but God will deal with that. Um, you know, I being chosen is God sovereign. If someone is trying to do something against me, that's treasonous. But again, understanding that and at the same time holding honour, it is a very, very interesting capability to have. It does require a lot of high level high order thinking and wisdom um i know that god will do what god needs to do and it will be between them and maybe they don't have a window of opportunity anymore maybe the window of opportunity is very short but god will deal with that because treason is a grave matter and it's god that knows that god that deals with it so that's that's all I want to say. I think I have shone very brightly with regards to this today. I have been very open and honest about everything. I am sitting in a place of um, you know, righteousness with God, nobility, um, good standing, balance, accordance, concordance with God as much as I can manage. And I only ask for God to help me to be able to do that at an even better degree. You know, you have to be humble as well um, in order to be able to accept improvement from God. Um, and I am that, thankfully. Uh, you know, I, I hold the glory of God, but I also understand I'm a human being trying to hone that glory. And I have areas that I'm always going to improve in, but I just give thanks to God that I know that that will happen. Um, due to God's love for me and for you two people as well. Now, I can hear all these things, um, which reminds me, I do have an appointment coming up as well with um, the police. We're going to be discussing some different things. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments. And as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Isaiah 61.10 This is the way that I feel like every day when I go about my day when I do things in that HRH way, <laughs> seriously, just every day without even having to say that, like Vicky Elizabeth Semple, just every day, you know, the Lord has clothed me and robed me in his salvation and in his righteousness. This is why, like, I live the life that I live. This is why I do what I do. And perhaps with even more, higher levels of this goodness knows what on earth else I would be doing right but everything I do is for the right reasons for good reason for good intent um everything and so that's what we're meant to do we're meant to walk in God with God and therefore 
with good intent in everything that we do, you know, um, knowing that God loves us, knowing that God wants the best for us, how we go about what we go about, what we do in every stage of our lives really matters. And it's important to bear that in mind. So to be walking through in life like that, connected with God.